Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, or shall I say good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Purchase Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I don't know how you guys are dealing with this heat, because it is hot as heck out here. It is it's just too much. It's, all I can say is too much. I don't feel like I put no makeup on, no lipstick on, no, no and everything should hot. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode. Now, today's topic, we're going to be talking about rebound relationships. And how do you even recognize if you're in a rebound relationship or if you or the other person is ready to move on with your life? A lot of times I've heard individuals say, Men and women are like being at a bus stop, go to the next stop, pick up another one. But do that always work? And in most cases, we find, and my, my friend was telling me, that most rebound relationships don't work. It's the relationship after the rebound relationship. I was like, oh, that's deep. So I guess after the rebound relationship, the person then dumped all they mess on that person, so the next person is going to get a better version of them. I said, I never looked at it from that perspective, but that makes the point. I'm trying to send a picture, a text message to take a better picture. Okay? Now, when we talk about rebound, what makes the relationship a rebound? I've heard people say, well, how long should a person be single after a breakup before they start seeing someone else. And I always say there's no time frame. Some people may heal faster. Some individuals may already be with somebody else before they break up with the person that they with, and the person that they was with didn't even know that the person was seeing somebody else. Now, it says a rebound relationship is a reactionary relationship that is inspired by unhealed wounds of the previous one. It is a romantic relationship that is warped by unresolved issues, pain, and unresolved grief from one or more previous romantic entanglement. It is used by by other people as a band-aid to cover up our wounds. And it's sad because a lot of individuals may not even be aware that they're in a rebound relationship because sometimes people are not honest when you meet them, so they may not even tell you that they're seeing someone or they may say they was, was just got divorced or been divorced for a year. or You may not always get the truth. So I can see how some individuals may wind up in a rebound relationship and not even be aware of it, but I want to share some information because when we start talking about, well, okay, Jeanette, can a rebound relationship work? <laughs> you said lying. You're right, Nadelle. A lot of times people are not honest. They really are not. So how do you know if it's a rebound if you didn't even know that the person just recently broke up? But I've known individuals that have been divorced and still carrying anger from their previous relationship that they never healed from, and you can't love and hate at the same time. That's a whole other way, and that's a whole other show. Now, how long do a rebound relationship usually last? It says rebound relationships typically last between one month and a year. Commonly struggle to last past the initial infatuation period, but they often do not based on compatibility. So differences can start to strain the connection, meaning they start seeing things and hearing things. Okay, um, Dale said the rebound girl never wins. It's always the one behind that one. You know what? I shared that. I did. Because when you said that to me, I I was like, wow. But that do make a lot of sense because what happens is when that person comes out of that relationship and they're not healed and they're not ready and they dump all of that mess on the next person, they're taking it out on them, so hopefully they don't realize that they then got through some of that stuff, and then the other person, I ain't going to say it's pride because sometimes it ain't pride, 
but then the other person may have a better chance at a healthier relationship. Now, I want to talk about the four stages of a rebound relationship because some individuals don't even, didn't even know there were stages. Now, the stages of a rebound relationship are not much different than those of non-rebound, meaning that they all go through stages. The relationship goes through what they call five stages, pre-rebound, honeymoon, conflict, and reality, the comparison, and the epiphany of, ooh, this looks familiar to me. Now, but the problem is when we start thinking that we're in love, and it's not love, it's an infatuation, or the person has went from one relationship without healing and then find it difficult to let the other person go because they can either be physically attached or emotionally attached to the other person, and then you're there, and sometimes you may just be left in the dark. Meaning, can you fall in love with a rebound? Now, I'm getting this stuff straight off the Internet, and it says it can be seen as a way to quickly move from a painful heartbreak, but it isn't always the case. While some people can genuinely find love and happiness in rebound relationships, it can be important to recognize when you may be using the other person as a distraction. Now, that's you. Dill said, I found love on a two-way street. Girl, you know that's a song. <laughs> that was a song. That's a lyric to a song, Dale. <laughs> you know that what they say, love don't live here anymore? <laughs> you abandoned me. <laughs> okay, but when we start talking about it's important to recognize if you're using the other person as a distraction from the pain of your last relationship. That's not cool. Because, and I'm not going to say that all, because some people, men and women, can go into something knowing that they are rebound or knowing that that person is not healed, but they may be so thirsty or they may be so needy or they may be so clingy, they don't even care as long as that person is there. And that's sad because you will not have that person. And when we talk about relationships should be 50-50, no, it should be 100-100. Because if you've given me 50 and you keep it 50, I might want the 50 that you didn't show me. Now, one of the questions came about, why do men rebound so quickly? Because men and women, and it kind of goes kind of both ways, but sometimes men will jump into a relationship sooner than a female will. Now, when we think of that and looking at it from that perspective, it says there are likely several reasons for this. They say men are not reinforced by society or emotional communication the same way as women. Relationships may have a different functionality for men, and men at certain age may not feel the same pressure about family planning and marriage. And, you know, when I was putting the show together and I was looking up and I was looking at um, – you know, you got some individuals, and I said, when it comes to dating, it can be an interesting process. People date for different reasons. One may not want to be alone. Others may be a chronic dater, and maybe dating with the some may be in dating with the intentions to marry or be in a committed relationship. But again, not all. Yo, know, you said one time for me, no chances. <laughs> That's it, Dale. They can't tell you, I'm sorry, I won't do it no more, and you forgive them. You like one time, and it's a wrap. Now, when we start talking about if a person is dating with the intention to marry or dating to be in a committed relationship, these are things you should talk about. But if the person is dating to replace another person, I had men tell me, you know, Jeanette, after we broke up, I was trying to find women with your characteristics, with your personality, and it never worked. I'm like, why would you do that? And I used to wonder why a lot of females really just, I ain't going to say I had an issue with me, but my personality was different because I knew how to be a person's friend. I knew how to be the lover. I knew how to do all those functions, but I'm selective because sometimes you don't want to do nothing. (laughs) I don't want to. 
I'm going to use your words, Dale. Let somebody else do it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Now, when we start talking about um, what ends a rebound relationship and how to even know if you're in a rebound relationship, we're going to be talking about that. Now, the person that wanted me to do this topic uh, has not called in. And not only has he not called in, I gave him 12 minutes to get ready for the show. And um, he still ain't gone in. So I'm going to send him a text message. And if you want to join in on the show to discuss this topic about rebound relationships, give me a call at 516-387-1914 because I want to hear your thoughts. I want to know if you're in a rebound relationship, if you entered into one knowingly, and if it's working for you, basically what's working, how is it working, or are you concerned that every time you go out or the person is taking you to restaurants that the ex used to like to go to or, you know, different places where the ex used to like to go, or it's like, really? You haven't gotten over that person. So that's how you know that that is a problem. So let me ask him, where are you? Are you? He know I said this was specific time, not central time. Okay, so getting back to this topic, now I'm looking at what are the dangers of a rebound relationship. Now, one of the things and it talks about is increased emotional dependency or codependency. Now, if you are an individual and you already struggle with codependency or you're codependent, meaning that you do your best to find happiness in another person, thinking that if I make this person happy, this person will in turn make me happy, that don't work. There's psychological vulnerability to being manipulated when you're in a rebound relationship, meaning the other person will try to manipulate you. And the risk of a narcissism and what they call sexual narcissism exploitation. I had never heard of that term before. That's a new one. Now, I want to share with you, and this is coming from psychology today, and it talks about seven signs that you are in a unhealthy rebound relationship. Because sometimes people may not even be aware. Because romantic relationships, disillusion, often not easy, especially after two individuals have walked the journey together. Now, to avoid facing feelings of loss, grief, rejection, one might be tempted to rebound and jump right into another intimate association, meaning you just got out of this and now you're into that. That's not healthy. Now, researchers have found, and they define a rebound relationship as a relationship that is initiated shortly after a romantic breakup. You know, I remember being one where a person thought they was doing something, and, well, they got themselves caught up in all kind of mess. And, I mean, when I say mess, I mean mess. And all they did was hurt themselves. So when we came came and said the rebound, don't know what it was, because if that's what they want to do, that's what they're going to do, So sometimes individuals get caught up in relationships because they don't know how to be relational, meaning they may have jumped from one person to another person, one marriage to another marriage or another relationship. you got to take time to heal. you really got to take time to heal. Now, they indicate that after, like I said, after the romantic breakup or before feelings about the former relationship has been resolved. Meaning you still haven't gotten through that stuff. Okay, here he is. Okay, Mr. Ed, I was about to put an APB out on you. How you doing? Oh, you see me. I can hear you. I thought I was I thought I was hiding. Oh no, you're not hiding. I could be a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) So you better not get no rebound relationship with me because I could I, I I could find you. You know, now when we started talking about, first of all, you wanted to talk about this. What made you want to talk about rebound relationships? Huh? 
What made this coming to your head about rebound relationships? Because I'm looking at something, and it says, studies indicate that while some rebound relationships can be successful, others may be detrimental and harmful, both to the rebounding person and to the new partner, meaning you're not only hurting yourself, you can hurt somebody else when you are jumping into a rebound relationship. And sometimes the person that's doing it may think that they're safe because they may not be honest with the other person. I see you, Donald, on there watching, which don't call in. But if you want to call in, Donald, give me a call at 516-387-1914. We're talking about rebound relationships. Now, and okay, I want to, me, and I'm going to go over some of the things we talk about in regards to um, with psychology today, because they do talk about the uh, increased emotional dependency and codependency, entering into partnership based on weakness rather than strength. They talk about um, the um, decreased fear of rejection, abandonment, and trust, and they also talk about increased pathology of using short-term solutions to hide deeper relational issues. But do you think that that hides it? Because I found that when I'm with someone and I'm meeting them and I'm getting to know them and I'm listening to them, and I don't know if it's just me being a therapist because I'm not trying to psychoanalyze everybody. I'm really not. When I'm off the clock, I'm off the clock. I don't want to be a therapist. But by that same token, I still got that third ear and that third eye. So when you when I'm hearing certain things, and I tell people you don't get over it, you get through it. From a male's perspective, Ed, how do a man know really when he's ready to move on? Because sometimes a lot of men have moved on way before they was really ready. Uh, we mean he moved on way before they were ready. What do you mean? Yeah. What I mean by that is... How you is, move on when you're not ready? Well, because, let's say, for an example, they could just had a breakup or just got divorced. And the first thing their friends or family members want to do is hook them up with somebody else. And because they may be looking at the physical attraction, they may not have healed or grieved the previous relationship <laughs> or they may be holding on to some issues within that relationship and they've moved on, or they're now dating and spending time with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I get your point. Okay. I think I get your point. Okay. Um, I'm going to come from my own personal experience and plus what I've kind of researched on my own over the years with other people. Because this mm-hmm. thing, of course, to whoever's listening out there, this is a, a intergender thing, not just mostly men or mostly women. It goes either way. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, for instance, for instance, I've heard women say, you know, when they break up out, get out of a relationship, one woman will tell another one, well, girl, you know, the best way to get over him is to get mm-hmm. under another man. Now, I know you've heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I don't find it to be effective. Thing. I don't find it to be effective because all you're doing now is spreading that mess onto somebody else, and you're making them pay for somebody else's pain or what you felt mm-hmm. somebody else has done to you. It, yeah, in other you know, words, I, it's, not, it's not going to necessarily last. You know, it's just, it's just a, in other words, you're trying to find somebody to help you get the last one, and that's not really necessarily a good thing. Now, it's not, now it's not to say that you can't get in a relationship after breaking up with somebody shortly after. You know, I mean, these things do happen, and the relationships might last. It depends on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But if, mm-hmm. if you, like, a, like, like, you know, like myself, even though I've shared this with you, but in my own personal experience, I left out of a relationship, and I rolled right into another one, okay? Not like I was looking for another relationship. It just happened. You know, mm-hmm. and um, next next thing I know, I'm you know she's there, she's giving me attention, 
And, you know, I, I'm, I just left my situation, and I'm trying to forget that situation, so I'm going here to get over that. Next thing I know, I'm caught up in another relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it's nice and fine and all that. But then after a while, we have our ups and downs and what have you, and then eventually it doesn't work out, okay? Long story short, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and I'm quite sure it's not just me. It goes. It's, it's been through that, or I've seen such a such a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so, what do you what do you think? Before I go further, what do you think about that so far? When you said your ups and downs, this is where I've seen individuals get in trouble with rebound relationships, and where it looks like a rebound when they start accusing the other person for things that the previous person did, or the argument to them is the same. Let's say I may be in a relationship with someone and I may see similar characteristics of the previous person, but that doesn't mean I'm going to treat them the same or accuse them of being just like that person. But I've seen situations where they, well, you sound just like my ex-wife. Or my ex-wife used to, and da 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 They haven't gotten over that. They haven't healed from that. And you may not have even done it, and they will just automatically just accuse you of it, and you wonder where the hell that come from. So these are things that you got to work through, whether it's jealousy, whether it's insecurity, whether, you know, what, whatever the situation is, especially I found, Mr. Ed, when a person has been cheated on, when a person has been cheated on, they can carry that pain of not trusting others, but it's not that they don't trust the other person. They don't trust themselves with the decisions that they make. And sometimes people find the same type of people. I tell people, I don't drink. Why well, I always wind up with an alcoholic? That gets on my nerves. And I don't drink. And I don't mind a person drinking as long as you have the emotional maturity to handle your alcohol. But don't get drunk and take all the emotions out on me and start blaming me and start talking about what your mama did, what your mama didn't do, and what sort of. I don't want to hear that shit. But that means that they got some trauma that they haven't resolved. And I always tell individuals, you may not always get over things, but you can process it and get through it, and it changes your perception of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. It's an experience. It's an experience. Okay, here, I'll give you an example for a man. A man having a woman that is a gold digger or high maintenance, don't know how to handle finance, thinking all women are that way. All women are not that way. So they may have been taken to the ringers by one woman, and then here comes somebody else that may be financially secure or financially stable, and they may have a problem with that because they're not used to that because they're used to someone um, taking advantage of them. But, you know, I got, a, I got a question for you because this has been a big, big issue. Mr. Ed, would you rather be wanted or needed? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Would you rather for a woman to want you or to need you? Okay, do you want a um, psychological answer or do you want a real answer? I want Ed's answer. I want Ed's answer. Would you want or would you prefer a woman to want you or to need you? That's the way I put it out there. And I'm explaining. Well, are you ready? Are you ready for my answer? Yes. Okay. I would want a woman to need me because she wants me and vice versa. Okay. Does that make sense? 
It makes sense. But here we go. You want her to need you and then want you. From a woman's perspective, we think we would want to want you and then need you. Not need you first, but to want you first. Because it's, well, it's, want, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a recycling situation. The want and need goes back and forth. You got to have go. one without the. You can't. You can't have one without the other without some conflict. With some here issues, without some issues. Here we go. And I can pretty much, from talking to you, gather how you came to that conclusion of you, and that's fine. There's no right or wrong. But if a person wants you. They've chosen to be with you because they want to be with you, and the needs will then complement each other. But if you need that person, but you don't want that person, you're not going to respect that person because that person well, is that's kind of what there. I just said, though. Oh, that's kind no. of what I just said because we can't have we really can't have one without the other. Because first of all, you know, if a person needs someone. You know, it should be because they want to be with that person to want to need them, and vice versa. And you know, that ain't always the case. In other words, in other words, you can't have the the water without the wet. Okay, you yeah. gotta have both together. You can't have one yeah. or the other. And there are Jeanette. people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that need to be with a particular person. Meaning, if I I need to be with him to pay the rent. I need to be with him to take care of his. I don't want that man. I don't want that woman. Well, okay. But I need okay. to be I, 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 I see where you're going, Jeanette. I see where you're going. But my point was, okay, as I said, I want somebody mm-hmm. that wants me in order to need me and vice versa. I don't want a person that's going to want to be with me just so I can pay the bills. There you go. I want a person that, that wants me, but needs me as well. I don't. I don't want somebody that's. I don't want a person that's with me just because I can do this for them. See, that's I don't want to be with a person based on what I can do for them. That's not what I want. I want somebody who wants to be with me because they want to be with me, and all the that's other my, stuff falls in line. That's what that's I like. That's why I said want and need go back and forth. They're hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Well, like Donald said, wanted, Donald was like, I prefer somebody that would want me. And he said, some women want their bills paid and some women need their bills paid. That's a difference. True. That is true. And so a lot of times individuals will go into a relationship with a need. It's like when we were doing a topic yesterday and the topic had to do with um, the modern woman. And so, but when we start talking about rebound relationship, which is a little different. Now, these are some of the characteristics of a rebound relationship now that we got the, a person needing to be with a person versus wanting to be with a person. Because if you want them, that's a choice. If you need them, you ain't got no choice. You're stuck with that person. Now, getting involved with someone. Not necessarily. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> go on. Okay. We can go round and round and round about this. We're going to do a show on that one, too, Ed. Just to see what people yeah, have to say in regards um, to that. That's really another. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's that's really another topic, to be honest. Yeah. It is, but I'm gonna say, as a woman, I would want someone that wants me, not somebody that needs me. Meaning, you need me to do this, 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 knowing you don't want to be with me. No, no, you can't. No, but there's a lot of individuals well, that are in that, and they want to be. But needed. a lot of times. A lot of times a person doesn't get into a relationship necessarily because they need somebody else. It's you know, they the only thing the only need involved is that they need to be with somebody to fill the void that they just left. Okay? That means that they kick somebody out or they left or whatever the case is. They when they want to fill that void, so they feel in their heart that they need to fill that void. So it's not because you know, they need to pay their bills or whatever necessarily. It it's because they somebody to that a man that's homeless fall in love real quick. Say so what? A man that's homeless falls in love real quick. A woman well, I don't that's know homeless, about I, I think that, well, a homeless I think that's woman a myth as well. I think that's a myth as well. Trust me. 
trust me, trust me. I've been in situations where I've been homeless. I've been in situations where I've had a home and broke up with somebody. So I yeah. I think that's just a matter of opinion. I don't believe that's necessarily a fact. To a degree, but by that same token, a lot of times individuals will jump into relationships based on their needs, not based on what they want. To. Well, well, let me, let me say this. Like I understand what you're saying. You're saying somebody who's basically looking to use somebody. You know, so, they, they, they want to get in a relationship just so they have somewhere to live. That's what you go. What's the, what's, what's the what's the name for that person? Oh yeah, uh, a, a homosexual. Homosexual, yes. Yeah, that's All someone right. who just gets in a relationship because they want to have somewhere to live. Mhm. And it happens. They don't want to be mm-hmm. hobo. They don't want to be homeless, so they get in the relationship primarily to have somewhere to live. Shoot, I've never been one of them guys. <laughs> my son, you know, I mean, you got, you got women just like that too. You got women like that. You have you, you have do. men and women that do that. You know, they'll get in a relationship just so they have somewhere to be. Okay. Yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. I wasn't talking about I, that. that was, that's a different type of that, That's not okay, really. I'm talking about what I mean by rebound. Rebound is like when you actually get into another relationship. That means your emotions and all this. It's not because, well, I can go stay with this person now that I'm out of this house, or I can bring this person in to help me with my rent or whatever. No, that's not what I was talking about. A rebound is when you get into a, a actual relationship. That's not mm-hmm. when you just move in with somebody just to, you know, have somewhere to stay. That's different. Like I said, that's a homosexual. Got you. Okay, that's let me not, go over that's some not a information in this article of psychology today, and we can brainstorm on some of this stuff. And it says that one of the characteristics of a rebound relationship is getting involved with someone who's not a serious prospect. This is the classic one-night stand or the one-week stand or the six-month scenario. You're dating someone new, and despite some positive experiences, you know that deep down your partner is Mr. Miss right now, but rather than Mr. Miss right, while one can make a case that there's nothing inherently wrong with short-term relationships between adults, it says to enter into one immediately after a breakup is to increase emotional and physical vulnerability for the rebounding person and or the new partner, meaning you jumped into this situation knowing you wasn't serious or this person wasn't a serious prospect. That's a rebound. Well, I think that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, like a low level of rebounding because, I, you know, because I've never – I haven't just jumped into a relationship just for the sake of being in a relationship. I never did that, you know. But I have got into new relationships right after a relationship. Well, I did that once. One time yeah, but, I got out of one into another. But it wasn't know, because I was just trying to just be – it wasn't just a willy-nilly type of thing. It was something I really believe. I mean, we – I think in the beginning we actually did have a, you know, connection and whatever, but – you know, since the, the the problem was since there was no real break, and I didn't have a chance to really heal from my past relationship, I just yeah. kind of jumped into another one without healing from the last one. It mm-hmm. kind of, you know, you know, it it was in a, in a way I kind of got connected and I wanted it to work, so I mm-hmm. tolerated a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally have tolerated, or for as long as I did. And that's why the relationship lasted for quite a while before we broke up, you know, because I was trying to make it work, okay? Mm-hmm. Plus, I didn't want to suffer the embarrassment of other people saying, oh, yeah, see, so you left her for him, you know, for her, and then look what happened, you know. But um, the, the thing is, you know, it's not because, like what you were saying earlier, because I was blaming her for being like my ex. It wasn't like that. That was not not it at all, <laughs> It was never that was never it. I'm gonna say it like this here. I've been I've, I've been married three times, okay. And each one of my I've heard people. Why do you keep marrying the same person? No, I never married the same person. All three of those women were different. Trust me, their personalities, characteristics were different, okay. Mm-hmm. But they all had similarities, mm-hmm. okay. They had certain similarities. Mm-hmm. They kind of led to us not being together, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. But they were not the same person. They were totally different people, see? Except the mm-hmm. only difference was, like I said, the one relationship I rolled out of one into the other, 
The next one, I took a gap for about three years before I dated anybody. It was like mm-hmm. three years before I even dated. And then another mm-hmm. year and a half before I actually married this next person, you know. Mm-hmm. But come to find out that wasn't enough time because if I'd have waited another six to nine months, I'd have learned that that wasn't the one I should have married. But the, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but the point is, as far as rebounding, like I said, you, you also have to look at the, the the reason a person rebounds. Like I said, you got different levels. Like you said, somebody who marries somebody, I mean, who gets into a relationship, marriage, whatever it is, primarily mm-hmm. so they can be taken care of, okay, so they got bills paid or have somewhere to live or whatever the case is. The That's is a different I'm type of rebound. Everybody is intentionally doing that. I'm talking about some of the rebound relationships where a person doesn't even realize that they haven't even healed. Because sometimes things can come up and they can be subconsciously and they're not even aware of well, that's, it. Well, that's, that's, that's what I that's, said earlier. I said I had jumped to that. That's one of the things I said. When I rolled into a new relationship, I hadn't realized that I didn't heal from the last one. You know, and I started noticing it's not that it really affected my new relationship so much, you know, but, you know, I had I took a break, you know, and healed from the last one, I most likely would not have started that new relationship. You know what, I'm going to say this. Some people are not ready for a relationship anyway, and it don't even have to be a rebound. It could be that they just not, they got some stuff that they need to work on. So getting back to the rebound and the characteristics, it says you like the relationship for the attention. Sometimes a person on the rebound will deliberately seek out a new partner who makes a strong effort at courtship. Not showering the rebounding individual with interest and affection Having someone who treats you special can be certainly uplifting, meaning they like the attention, especially in the aftermath of a heartache. So at the same time, it is important to consider whether you're in the new relationship because the attention feels good or you sincerely interested in building a strong partnership. Meaning, let's say you broke up and are you exiting the marriage and the other person you meet, um, let's say maybe attractive, got things going on, or you think it's going to piss the other person off, or, you know, and, and you just got to be mindful of that. You got to be ready to, uh, you know, I like what Paula White said, a relationship is healthy. When I could be me, you could be you, we could be us, I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. A lot of times people waste time, and they know that they don't want to go nowhere in that relationship. Be honest, be honest. What Tony Braxton say, just be a man about it. Be honest. The next one it talks about is call partner when lonely, neglect partner happy. A clear sign of a rebound relationship is when one calls the new partner mostly while feeling sad, lonely, or empty. Conversely, one might forget or neglect the new partner when happy. The relationship is one of emotional convenience where the rebounding person is associated with the new partner because of need rather than want. Meaning you go to that person when you, you know, when you need them. Now, here goes the other one that I was just talking about. You want to show off your new partner to your ex. Now, that's not fair. What's your take on that? Have you ever taken your new boo around your old boo? Nope, I didn't do that, but this is the thing. We knew some of the same people. So, mm. of course, she knew about what was going on, you know. They knew they, they knew each other. As a matter of fact, they knew each other before I knew they knew each other. Okay? <laughs> now, that's probably. Well, yeah, exactly. It was things going back and forth between, you know, the different camps that I didn't know nothing about until later on, you know. Oh, wow. And then so you know, so when you got, in other words, when you got a woman coming to you asking you certain questions about your ex, well, is it true that this, 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 this happened? I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> you know? Oh, I just mm-hmm. wondering. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that wow. at the time that they was already in connect. You know, because they knew the same person that was connected with somebody else. That you know, they was, in other words, it was they had a grapevine going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I didn't even know for a while. You know. So, yeah. Donald did something about needs or, like, sponsorship program, 
ain't never been that type of man. They got men that does that do that. That's like Liddell say, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> That's just too much. It is too much. And what I was talking yeah. about earlier is projecting traits onto your um, new partner. And this particularly rebounding sign is not very common but occurs. Here's a rebounding person make consciously or subconsciously look for characteristics from a new partner that reminds her or him of the old partner. For an example, um, you know, you probably was dating an athlete or you was dating someone that was a brunette or a blonde or, you know, you start looking for the same type of characteristics. The well, the only characteristic I was looking—the only characteristic I was looking for that you were female. <laughs> okay, that was her only was qualifying point. point that she needed at that point. Uh, well, you know, you know okay, what? Now you cool. get so caught up. <laughs> you, like women, man, man. Oh, she was man. a female. I was cool. <laughs> okay. The sixth one says, thinking about your ex while being with your new partner. One problematic effect of a quick rebound is that emotional attachment from the previous relationships have not had time to subside. You know, I tell individuals that an emotional affair is deeper than a physical affair because you can go out and have sex with people and it don't even matter. But if you are emotionally attached to that person, and that person is written space in your head for free, that's going to be a problem in your relationship. And the next one, it says, not including your new partner in inner circles, and part of that is because you don't want the other people to know about your new person. And those are just some of the things that they talk about and when we're talking about a rebound relationship. Now, we have relationships, and, you know, it could be good, it could be bad, it depends. But communication is key, though, Mr. Ed. What is your take on that? Because if you can't communicate and talk to the person, that's, that's going to be a problem. And you, also mean, can't, uh, and you cannot be defensive. A lot of times individuals, if you say something to them or you're engaging in a conversation, they automatically become offended. Now, here's some more characteristics of a rebound relation, and it says these are the signs of a rebound relationship according to signs. And he says recent breakup, the sun rest sign of a rebound relationship is that the person has recently come out of a serious relationship, meaning if a person has just recently broke up a week, a day, a month, it's like I got a phone call when I was coming from Vegas, and it was a man that I've known for over 30-something years. And when he said something to me about your place or mine, I'm like, really? Well, every time you call me, you I never told you no, and you always telling me no. I said, uh, well, what's going on with you and, your ex, you and your girlfriend? Oh, we've been off and on for over a year and a half. I'm not messing with that. <laughs> no. Hell to the no. So then my question was, you been drinking? Yeah, I relapsed. But then he apologized. He did send me an apology text saying, you know, Jeanette, I apologize for my behavior. I shouldn't have came at you that way. You know, because that's a rebound thing. You know, just broke up with somebody and now you calling me. What? No, no, dude, we don't roll like that. So that's another yeah. thing is the recent breakup. You don't just call somebody else and thinking you're going to go from one person to another person. If you want to talk, if you want to have dinner, I ain't got a problem with that. But to just come at me like that, no, that's disrespectful. Very disrespectful. So uh, I agree that that is kind of disrespectful. I, I agree with that. But once again, that's a low level type of rebounding. That's just somebody mm-hmm. just okay. I broke up with so and so. Let me get with my ex girlfriend and, and you know get a little something something and then move on. That's something different. I'm talking about somebody who li- you know, legitimately gets into a, a relationship. Really? I'm not talking about somebody that. Yeah, I, I see that. That situation is different. That's somebody who just mm-hmm. said, okay, well, I used to mess around with her, so I know she'll give it up, you know, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's just that's a, that's a very selfish and disrespectful thing, you know. There you go. So, well, like I said, um, apologize, but I'm like, I need to respond back to the apology. Come at me like that. That's, that's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's different. 
But I'm talking about someone who gets who actually gets into a legitimate relationship. I'm not talking about somebody who wants to find something to hit. I'm talking about a, you know somebody that gets into a real relationship. That's Another a rebound relationship yeah, is compared to an ex. Another sign of a rebound relationship might include comparing a current partner to an ex, even favorably, as it is a sign that the relationship is still being worked through when you start comparing. The fear of commitment. Someone in a rebound relationship may want to avoid commitment. What's your take on that? Because it seems like that they're willing to step into a new relationship. Are they willing to step into a new relationship, or are they just trying to find a body because they're fearing commitment? Well, I got like I just said a few minutes ago, that, that that's a different type of thing. You know, when somebody is just trying to get a body to lay with, that's different than somebody – actually getting into a relationship because when you're in a relationship, you're committing, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's more than just having you know, relations with someone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you really want to, you know, get involved with another individual, that's a serious thing. It's not just, oh, well, somebody's right now. You know, that's not what that is. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's thinking like, well, you know, is, is it, you know he or she or do for right now, that's just mm-hmm. some pastime stuff. That's not even a real rebound relationship. That's just a right. pastime thing. But one a person that gets wanna, into a relationship. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, when we talk about the impact of a rebound relationship, and it says rebound relationships can affect the mental health of both partners, the impact on your mental health. If you've entered into a rebound relationship after a breakup, it's important to check yourself to make sure there isn't any emotional work you are avoiding. Rebounds can be a useful and fun way to affirm a new beginning, but it can also be destructive if you are using it to avoid painful emotions that come with the breakup, including being alone, and learning to be independent again. Now, we know that breakups can be an amazing learning opportunity, and sometimes rebound relationships can actually prevent growth and lead to stagnation. You might not truly process your past relationship or breakup and miss the opportunity for personal growth that is tied to the experience to those negative emotions. So it's like putting a Band-Aid on a wound. Now, we talk about impacting your partner's mental health. Rebound relationships can be nurturing and healthy if they are what both parties want and need at a particular moment in their life. However, if both parties are not on the same page about where they are emotionally, one and one member is fully present in a relationship while the other is reacting to the past, it could be a challenge to both people's well-being because domestic violence can kick in, anxious attachment can kick in, feelings of insecurity can kick in. It can be a problem. It can really be a problem. Now, when we talk about rebounds can turn into committed relationships, it depends. And what to do if you're in a rebound relationship? It, what, what can a person do if the person... If you see any signs, you notice that this person is not ready, you know this person is still grieving because we go through the grief process, which is the denial, the anger, the bargaining, acceptance, the guilt, and the hope. We grieve and we mourn even not only just a death, but also a relationship too. We go through, we go through emotional stages after a breakup of a relationship. And some people don't heal as fast as others. And sometimes people compartmentalize things or they become very defensive and they can take those things along to their next journey or their next stop. So what would you tell a person to do if they're in a rebound relationship once they become aware of it? They should be once they become aware of being in a rebound relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to quite understand that question. Okay. It says, what to do if 
you're in a rebound relationship. If you find yourself in a rebound relationship, these are some of the things that they recommend. If you have begun a new relationship shortly after breakup, you've got to ask yourself these questions. Am I processing the past relationship, meaning did I process it? Have I gotten over this? I like listening to music and listening to songs. And when Mary J. Blige says, no more tears, she meant that. When Beyonce says, to the left, to the left, everything you all do about to the left, you know, or I listen to gospel music to motivate and encourage me, meaning am I processing this? Second one, what have I learned from it? Meaning what did <laughs> well, learn relationship? Let me finish, then we can get into that because I'd ask you the question first. Am I uncomfortable with being alone? Some individuals think people don't want to be by themselves. That's not always true. And am I relying on someone else to validate my worth? So, therefore, these are some of the questions. What were some of the questions you may have asked yourself after the breakup of a relationship? Ready for me? What were some of the things that you may have asked yourself after the breakup of a relationship? What was other things I might have asked myself? Yes. What are some of the um, questions you may have asked yourself? When you got out of that relationship, you may have had a conversation with yourself and said, you know what, I'm not doing that again. Or, you know what, next time I need to ask, my, ask this person more questions. Or am I giving this person mixed signals? What is my role in this relationship, in this situation? You know, you got to talk to yourself. you got to have these conversations with yourself so you won't keep repeating the same behavior. Well, let me say it like this. Um <laughs> When I went through that period in my life, I wasn't that technical in my mind about, you know, well, let me ask, what do I do? What should I do? I wasn't doing that. I was just, I'm doing that. I'm doing going. Hey, baby, what's up? You know, that's what I was thinking. In other words, I wasn't using logic. I was just flowing into a new relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't, it's not like I, something I planned. I didn't contemplate. I didn't say I need to get into a new relationship. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It's, it's like I said. Mm-hmm. It just happened. I got out of mm-hmm. one into another. It was no technical. No, I didn't ask myself no questions like that. It wasn't like that. So I went my by question solely, was when you I was the solely last... emotionally led. Okay, but that wasn't my question. My question was. When you left or you are the person left you or whatever ended the relationship, you question or you say, you know what, I don't think I want to do that anymore, or that didn't feel good. Donald said, I don't believe in a rebound relationship. That seems like someone, a person was involved in with the past or current situation. Now, when we talk about Donald, we talk about rebound relationship, meaning that you're jumping into something and you're not ready for a new relationship, you know, you're not really ready to date because, like I said, sometimes when you end a relationship, the, your friends, your family, the people in church always want to hook you up with somebody. But you may not be ready to be hooked up. You may not be ready. You may not even be interested. I'm not saying that you're holding on to the past, but it's like, you know what, not right now. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready for this right now. So that's how when individuals get into the situation or situationship because they are jumping into things. And I'm looking at something that says how to recognize when you're in these type of situations. A lot of people don't even know when they're in a rebound relationship. Some of them not even in rebound. Some of them is you got people in multiple relationships at the same time. That ain't a rebound. You dating multiple people, and you bringing people into your drama. So when we start talking about the relationship being over and you moving on, 
there have been situations from Ed where people have, let's say, got married, got divorced, started dating somebody else, and realized they wanted their wife back or their husband back, and then went back and remarried their spouse twice. I'd be like, ooh, why would you do that? But these things have happened because they weren't happy without the person that they were previously with. Now, Donald said that's false. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And I agree with that, Donald. But part of it is got to be communicate that with the other person so that the other person won't have false intentions of thinking that you guys are going somewhere and you guys are on this road of courtship or dating to for a committed relationship or dating towards marriage or whatever the case may be. Some people are out there just playing games. Like I said, sometimes it's not a rebound. Sometimes it's a situation where there's multiple partners. That's not a rebound because they haven't even gotten over the other one. Now, here are some other things it talks about. You can ask yourself these questions. What is your What emotions do you feel when you think about your ex? Do you believe that you have the capacity to love multiple people, and do you still love your ex? Do you have the emotional capacity to start a new relationship? Some people have been so broken to where they don't even want to be bothered no more. Do I understand why my last relationship didn't work? And what levels of commitment am I ready to share with another human being? you got to think about, are you ready? It's kind of like the, the saying when they say, ready or not, here I come, when you play hide go seek. But, and it's not to think about it in a negative way, because it can be something positive if you know, like I said, that you just broke up, you just got off the situation, yet now you've met someone else that you're interested in. There's nothing wrong with being interested in a person. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to another person. But where do you see yourself going? Are you using this as a way of stagnating your growth and healing process from the relationship that you just got out of. Okay? Is that a question? No, I don't. I'm hearing background like somebody is either in my front yard or somewhere. Now, I want to know in regards to the attraction. When you are, let's say, just ended a relationship, whether it was forced or you guys decided that, you know, you not really ready or you, you, you know this is not working, you're not growing, you're not going anywhere, there's a lot of animosity, a lot of friction, a lot of um, contentment. you got to work through that, Ed, because if you don't work through that, and you meet somebody else, how do you just let that go? It's my question. How do you just let all of that pain go and start a new? How would you do well, that? Well, first off, I'm not going to start another relationship if I'm still in one. You know, so if another relationship won't start until the other one is done. Okay, huh? but. The whole idea of rebounding is after the old relationship is over, you jump into another. That's the whole idea of rebounding. You can't, you're not rebounding while you're in another relationship. You're just starting a new relationship while you're in one. Sure. That's not rebounding. That's, that's extending to another thing. That's you know, adding to <laughs> Rebounding means you're done with the relationship and you start a new one <laughs> immediately after. Right. And like I said, and it's even different than, and like you were saying earlier about people having multiple relationships, they're not having multiple relationships. That's a myth, too. They're not having multiple relationships. They're fooling around with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. John, Donald said exactly when we, what you just said. So, okay, so the person either break up with you or you break up with the person. You still got this emotional attachment. 
How do you know you're ready to move on? How do you know you're ready? Yes. Well, that's, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, I technically I wasn't really ready. I thought I was because I, you know, I I I, I feel um, attracted to someone else, and I kind of felt at the moment that this will fill the void kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so I went with it. Yeah, really, yeah. Though, I really have, like I said, had I gave myself a break, you know, and we just like, you know, you can still date. There's nothing wrong with dating. That's not rebounding by going on a date. You can still date and fool around. But getting into a relationship is when it becomes the issue. Had mm-hmm. we just dated for a while, you know, I, we, we wouldn't have gotten into a relationship because I would have seen, I would have learned more about her and, what was really going on, and, you know, and I wouldn't have got myself caught up like that. So after you did and you married that person, how did you know when you was ready to move on to another person after that experience? The last last one or the new one? The last one when you left, when you got out of the first one, you transitioned to the next one. How did you know when you was ready to move on again? Well, let's just say um, she made it quite obvious that she wasn't the kind of woman I wanted to continue on with, long story short. Okay. All right. And so with that, it wasn't a a, I got an issue. It was I don't like your character, and this is not healthy for me, so time for me to move on. Something like that, yeah. And when we talk about a rebound or breaking up a relationship, it doesn't have to be mutual. Sometimes one person can just say, I'm out. I I, I posted something on Facebook, and it said, when a woman leaves you for herself, she ain't coming back. But some people think, oh, she'll be back. She ain't going to leave me. She ain't going nowhere. Again, it depends. Same is true with a man. When a man leaves, Sometimes the men don't always come back. It depends. And sometimes individuals have a hard time moving on. I can, as I'm sitting doing a show, and I always tell individuals that precious predicaments, precious was my mother's nickname. My mother had a lot of rebound relationships because I don't think she ever really healed from a relationship with my father. So because she never healed from that one, none of her relationships were healthy after that because she never healed from the first one. And even though my father stayed in her life and would come and go, they were never sexual, but she had be found relationships. And I think I may have done the same thing and didn't even realize that I was doing rebound relationships. Where I may have thought, oh, okay, I'm good, it's been years. So we've all done it, but sometimes we may not have realized it. Or we didn't realize, we say we weren't ready. How do you know when you are ready? Many people don't. Many people don't. And then, like you see, we connect with a person, and then we start running into conflicts and situations and, like, how the hell did I get myself caught up in this mess? we got to be more careful. So anything you want, we done ran out of time, Mr. Ed. Anything you want to leave the listeners with before we leave tonight? Um, let me just say this, that once you are at the end of a relationship, I don't care who is where, I don't care what nobody says. I don't care if you're in church. I don't care if you're at a family gathering. I don't care where you are. Don't let nobody talk you into getting with anybody else until you've had time to heal from the leaving of that relationship. And that old myth you know, that the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else, that's jive. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You know, Ed, I've heard people say, how do I heal? 
address your emotion, especially anger. I've seen a lot of individuals, when we say heal, they did not address the anger. And the anger is like the anger iceberg. Anger is a secondary emotion to a primary issue. Normally up under the anger is disappointment. It could be betrayal. It could be an injustice. It could be a lot of different things. But you've got to address what's up under the anger before you can proceed because you've already addressed that emotion. Because I used to tell people, you cannot love me and hate somebody else at the same time. That's a problem. That is a problem. So get in touch. And Donald, if you need to get your own podcast, do so. I told you I can tell you the links. There's a lot of ways of doing podcasts. You can do it if that's what you want to do. And set your mind to it. Get it out there. Get your words. Set up a platform. Find something that you want to talk about that you have a passion to talk about. Go for it. Okay? So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. My voice is giving out on me, again, because I got the phone over here. I got to order me another mic because my mic went out. Then my daughter bought me a whole system, and I still don't know what I did with it. So I got to find it. So, Mr. Ed, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. And we'll see what happens. It was a pleasure, my dear. It was a very pleasure. Okay. All right. Until then, remember, you got this. And thank you for joining me here at Pressure Predict Ms. Blog Talk Radio. But I am sitting here sweating like a straight pea. It is hot. Okay, Donald, I'll give you a call in a few minutes. Okay. Again, good night and enjoy your evening. Please hydrate and stay cool. Bye-bye.